Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. And, and it's your boy King. And, and King. Um, he's probably... Did more, I step on you? I might have stepped on you. Well, you know, it, it could have been worse. I forget. Could, I always been, forget. You, well, listen, to be fair, you've been stepping on me on the outro the last couple of weeks, so... Yeah, yeah, I have. Fair play, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know... I'd rather get stepped on by you than, like, say, the 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys and Drew Locke. Nobody wants to be stepped on by a 320-pound man, Jimbo. Nobody wants that. I do because then I would get put on my misery pretty quickly so I don't have to watch the rest of the year for Philly. You're talking about misery. Like, listen, this is this is one of the few weeks in this year where both your Eagles and my Giants lost in the same week. Uh, the Giants are, I believe, 5-9 and nine right now. Uh, the Eagles are ten and four, and, and you um, just to give a little, everybody a little peek uh, uh, into life. We have a we have a little group chat. Uh, me, Jimbo, uh, my wife, her sister, my brother, my father. I think is in there as well. He pops in every now and then. Mom too. Mom pops in there as well. Uh, my brother Russell. Uh, we ha- we have a bunch of people in there, uh, and we we share and, and discuss things all during football season. Uh, Jimbo, in this group chat, uh, is is Chicken Little. Sky is falling. Now, up until last week, he said the Eagles were not going to make the playoffs with the way they were playing. And this was even before the Monday night game. He's like, Eagles aren't going to make the playoffs. Then, of course, when the Giants lose and a couple other teams happen, Eagles end up clinching a playoff spot anyway. So now he can't complain about that. We Uh, needed help, though. Granted, but you still got like. But I told you that anyway. I said you were ten and three. I said even if you did look like you could lose the rest of the way, you were still probably going to make the goddamn playoffs. Yeah, 
Uh, and you did. Here you go. And then on Monday night, to kind of cement that fact, you went ahead and lost. Uh, so, uh, so like you're ten and four, same record as the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Oh, if you ask a Lion fan, uh, you know what does ten and four feel like? It's going to be a lot different than, than the opinion that you have right now. <laughs> yeah. But I can understand the Eagles and their fans' apprehension dropping three straight. San Francisco did it earlier in the year, and everybody kind of had that kind of same thing. It was like, oh, San Francisco, are they frauds? Brock Purdy, not really the guy. Oh, are they falling apart? Oh, is, uh, can Kyle Shanahan even call the game right? Da, 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 da. Like, it was a lot of the same shit. Yeah. Uh, and then they hit the bye week, and then they've come out, and they've been an absolute juggernaut ever since to the point where they are clearly the NFC favorite for the Super Bowl heading into uh, these last three weeks and into the postseason. Yeah. Um, so uh, while I'll say you are being overdramatic, as, yeah. as you as as you as you say to to steal a line from this lovely woman right here, uh, it seems like uh, you love the drama. It's not the other way around. It's not like the drama loves you. You you indeed love the drama. Uh, not at my old age. I will say that I think there is a reason for concern. Yes. When it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. I agree. And, and what the thank big... You, thank you for that lovely... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two things I want to say. One, uh, uh, about how you say, you know, how I'm acting these past few weeks. I find it funny that you're telling me that when how I'm acting is how you acted the first 10 weeks saying Philly's not that good of a team. They're not that good of a team. And they're not that good of a team. No, to 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 clarify, to clarify, I said I didn't think the Eagles were as good as San Francisco. Yeah, and I didn't think they were as good at the time as I think it was the Chiefs, who I thought were probably the top team in the AFC at that time. I was like, I didn't think they were. Now, clearly, I think they're as good, if not better, than the Chiefs. A lot of people are better than the Chiefs right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and while I don't think, and clearly that's been shown on the field, that I don't think the Eagles are quite on San Francisco's level, I still think they are a better than average team. You don't get to be 10 and 4 when you're a bad team. Uh, you don't. You know, like again, look, I look put who them we kind played, of in though. the same category as the Lions. Good. Yeah. Very good. But not not to that level quite yet. And you know who else I put in that category? Because of what happened this past week? The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. You know, because the Cowboys have a lot of the same issues that I see yeah, flipping over to the other conference again that the Miami Dolphins do is that whereas the Dolphins can't seem to beat anybody with a winning record sorry New York Jets but you were a sacrificial lamb this week <laughs> uh, the Cowboys can't win on the road Yeah, and the way they're playing now is that they're going to have to play at least a road game they're, they're going to have to play a road game Yeah, uh, and maybe be on the road the whole time you know depending on how it shakes out with the Eagles and the Cowboys uh, you know, the, if the Cowboys don't win a division, they're going to be on the road. So, I mean, this is a problem. And they didn't just lose in Buffalo. They got demolished in Buffalo. And that that's understating it. With, with, yeah, that score was not nearly as close. Uh, yeah. the, the game was not as close as the score indicated. The, the Cowboys had a garbage time touchdown. But if you look at the stats, the yardage, everything in that game, the Bills just absolutely, like it wasn't, the, the game was over by the middle of the second quarter. 
when you have the game was over by that point, and and now you have to start thinking. Did did firing Dorsey is this? Are 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 the are the Bills all the way back? Are the Bills now maybe the biggest threat in the AFC? Yeah, because to do that to what many consider to be one of the top two or three teams, not just in the NFC but in the whole NFL, even though it was on the road, and we all know Dallas has problems on the road, to to win in that fashion, insane. Yeah, and if, if take the records out of it. You know, just as an eyeball test, say, you know, like you said, they're probably the best team in the AFC right now. I would probably say, like, how they're playing right now, they're probably the best team in the NFL. I think they could beat the Niners with how they're playing right now. It's, it's, I, I would love to see that game. And yes. I know there's going to be Ravens fans out there that say, you're disrespecting us. And maybe I am. Maybe I, maybe I have a deep seated hatred for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, you know, that stems from Super Bowl 35. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a doctor. I can't say that. Uh, but the, the problem with the Ravens is the same one that I've had with the Eagles. Is that, yes, they've won. But they've never looked convincing doing it. Yes, Lamar will have occasionally an absolutely spectacular, stellar play that only Lamar Jackson can do. And it's a, it's a treat to watch. And it's wonderful. Yeah. But then you have games like they have against the Rams, where this wanted Baltimore Ravens defense can't stop them. And then it took it overtime, and it took a punt return in overtime. Which should have been called back, too. And it should have been. That was a block in the back. Yeah. Absolutely. 100% was. <laughs> there was so, no, uh, you know, there was let's, no hiding let's, that let's one. agree on that. <laughs> um, so when you look at all those, you, 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 when you look at everything there, like people want to say, like, oh, you know, and listen, I think it's going to be a good game. This Monday night, this Christmas night between San Francisco uh, and the Baltimore Ravens, uh, two eleven and three teams. It's going to be, you know, a top, a Super Bowl preview. Could it be? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, again, Baltimore has a history, much like Dallas does, of choking in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and that's a that's a thing that's going to be on Lamar until he can prove otherwise. Now, also, Baltimore has a shit ton of injuries. Yeah. That factors in as well. You have to be able to stay healthy. San Francisco, for the most part, has stayed healthy all year. Uh, you know, th- that three-game skate, they had a couple of injuries. But they've remained pretty well healthy. Yeah. When it comes to Brock Purdy, uh, uh, Debo Samuel, CMC, uh, uh, and Nick Bosa. Yeah. So they they that's their big four there, if you will. As long as those four guys, I think, stay healthy... Uh, uh, they're 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 pretty set. Um, and just quickly to go back to to your boys there, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> what would make me worry? Now I've been trying to tell you this whole time. Don't worry. Don't panic. If I don't know why I'm trying to coddle you as an Eagles fan, especially <laughs> on Giants Eagles Week. Why am I coddling King, you? King James uh, Week. To to I mean please the belt is yours. <laughs> I don't know Stop about it. this year. <laughs> I don't know about this year. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Uh, you know, uh, uh, what would make me worry though is the fact if if anybody watched the Manning cast this past Monday during the Eagle Seahawks game, just how easily Christian McCaffrey was able to call out the plays. 
just by seeing how the Eagles lined up. Yeah. And sure enough, the, it all happened to at like like down to the, the motion. E- if you're that easily predictable that Christian McCaffrey on his couch is calling out your plays, that's that's a reason to worry. Yeah. Um and and because that's the thing, because you saw what San Francisco did to them. And as we know in the NFL, it's a copycat league, so we know everybody was watching the film of what San Francisco did. So you saw what San Francisco did, you saw what Dallas did to them, and then you see Seattle, who is clearly not on Dallas's or San Francisco's level. Yeah. But able to to hold the Eagles, to stay with the Eagles to the point where they were able to get the last second touchdown to win and their defense was able to stop uh, uh, the Eagles, get that interception on the last play to end the game. That's a reason for concern. Yeah. Because if the Seahawks can see that and beat you, like you're not even talking about like a top flight team, like, okay, we lost, but clearly, you know, this team is a good team, good competition. You know, uh, maybe they just better prepared, everything like that, blah, blah, blah. Now you're talking about a team that was had Drew Locke starting, had its own rash of injury problems, and they were still able to go ahead and beat you. And the, the problem with that offense, though, is they're trying to recreate what they did last year with the big plays, and you just can't. Um, you watch, you you look at that first drive. We were killing them with the run and the passes from eight to ten yards. With, uh, I, I think, before that that last interception, the game tying interception, whatever you want to call it, he was 0 for 3 with an interception interception already. And both interceptions were, what, double and triple coverage? Like, like even that last interception, I don't even know what he was thinking. He only needed 13 more yards to be in field goal range. And you're just, nah, I'm just going to fucking chuck it up there. Well, this was the, this was the issue that I believe caused the – AJ Brown outburst on social media was everybody saying, "Why is Jalen trying to force the ball in to AJ Brown on that play and on several of the others uh, during the game that were either incompletes, almost interceptions or interceptions? Yeah, uh, why is he trying to force it in there when when you, you you still have two timeouts, you still have you know you can use the middle of the field, you don't need to go for a big chunk play at that point." Especially when there's double and triple coverage, uh, which is going to happen when you're AJ Brown because of, of how good he is. Yeah. Um, like, like I, I think that was a legitimate thought and a legitimate criticism. AJ Brown didn't think so, uh, and uh, did what I don't think you should do no. in general. Like, my whole thing is, if you're any kind of celebrity, if you're any kind of any kind of fame. I don't care if you're local radio DJ, which I was at one point, uh, or you know, a, anybody who is known by more than like a hundred people. Yeah. Never read the comments. Yeah. Just don't read comments. Don't read even if uh, you're tagged. You know, at. And, and if you post something on social media, post it and then either turn your comments off or just like post it and forget about it. Just never go back. Never look at it. Never read your comments. Yeah. Because it's never going to be good. Yeah. If there's one thing that social media has told us, it's that the world is full of shit and shitty people. Yep. And all of them love to comment on other people's shit. So, and, and we've seen this a couple times already this year. 
with some players and and things like that in in, in football clearly in the NBA uh, uh, I think hockey hockey's not too bad with it I no. guess uh, baseball's had a few like you know just but just in general like if you're if you're even if like you're just a celebrity like if you're if you're a singer if you're an actor if you're whatever you are if you're famous in any way shape or form don't read the comments uh, AJ Brown made the mistake he read the comments yeah. and then decided to go ahead and comment himself and go after not just analysts but also the fans of Philadelphia which I know AJ's been there for what now this is his second year third year third, uh, third year. year third or fourth year third? Okay. Um, so he's been there a while yeah um, never a good idea to do that <laughs> no because now you're going to make us just, even more pissed and come at you uh, you know, like that's a fight you're not going to win. And, yeah. and as much as, you know, I don't like Philadelphia and I don't like their fans and, uh, you know, they have a, a reputation and rightfully so uh, in my mind for, for who and what they are, um, you have to know better. Yeah. And you have to know that that's just a fight you're not going to win. That's like, that's like trying to fight the tide. It, 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 you're, you're at no point are you winning that. Yeah. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing that you can do that's going to be like, oh, okay, that's a good point. You're right. That's, thank you for the civil discussion. That's never going to happen. Yeah. That's never going to happen. Not on social media, not with Philadelphia fans. It's it, it's just, it's a losing battle from the jump. Yeah. So whatever people are saying, whatever people are saying, like, why are they trying to force it into women? Right, 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 right. Let that ride. You can you can talk shit in your meeting rooms. You can talk shit in the facility with your own guys, in a group chat that you have, whatever you want to do. But you can't go on Twitter, X, Facebook, what have you, whatever, Instagram. You can't go on there and then be like, well, let me tell you something. It's yeah. never going to work. Yeah, we, we talk, well, we, we hear on a lot of the, the shows about players need to use, sometimes use their inside voice. So we just talked about A.J. Brown. Um, who's the bigger doofus, A.J. Brown or Carl uh, Pickens with his uh, did not want to block because he didn't want to get injured? <laughs> What is up with the receivers in Pennsylvania, man? In the past 23 years, we've had two divas. In the past 23 years, Steelers had like 35. <laughs> I mean, no. they had a, they had, they had AB, they had Antonio uh, Brown, they had and, and, uh, they had Juju, they had Martavius Bryant. Obviously, they have Pickens he now. He wasn't so much a diva. He just got in trouble for all his TikTok bullshit. That's not really being a diva. That was just he was he was stupid. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll I keep. Put, I would put him on diva. I wouldn't put him out of diva category. Martavius Bryant was and, one. And not only that, every receiver in the NFL is a diva. If you're if you're a receiver and not a diva, you're not a good receiver. That's I mean that's you don't, you don't the hear come out of Cooper Cup, and he's the well not this year, but he's. The best receiver the past couple years. No, like he's not a public diva, but I bet you in those meeting rooms he's like, oh. I'm always. Every receiver is always open. Yeah. Every like Jerry Rice in my mind was like publicly was never a diva, but he was a diva. Yeah. You know he was a prima don. Like you know some are more public with it, like To, uh, like AB, um. You know, uh, 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 like uh, uh, who's the one I'm trying to think of? I don't know. There's been a lot of them. Well, I'll just there put has it that been, way. yeah. So, but like what AJ Brown did this week, 
not great. No. Uh, what, what what Kenny Pickett did this week, or uh, <laughs> uh, uh, was it Carl Pickens? Pickens. Yeah. Uh, I always get Pickett and Pickens mixed up. But yeah. Pickens. Uh, th- that may that may be a little bit. That, that, worse. May, that may have ran him out of town. Listen, I, I understand what he might have been trying to say, but number one, just don't say it. Yeah. And number two, especially don't say it if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. Like, that is the most unsteeler thing anybody could say. Yeah. Is like, well, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not gonna go all out on every play. Like, I, I gotta, you know, the, the, I've seen people get rolled up on, do, you know, during the, they're not even involved. It's not gonna go anywhere. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna. And, and the funny part is, look, the the, the flack that Deontay Johnson was it Johnson, the other Steelers wide receiver from a couple weeks ago, not uh, a yeah, on the fumble, and he just was walking like he yeah. had given up. Like you didn't see the flack he got from fans and coaches and stuff like that. Like, why would you? Like, it's it, it is almost like he's trying to push himself out of town, which is weird because he's only been there. What this is his second year, right? I believe, yeah. Because I think him and I think Pickett and Pickens both are there. This is their second year there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, and and that was looking like last year at least. Like that was something that was going to grow and become like like a pretty good duo. Uh, Moving forward in Pittsburgh, go you know, uh, and and uh, right now it's looking like you know, Kenny. I don't know how much longer he's going to be be there. If people, I said to one guy at work that that whole team needs not. to get blown up. Who's that? I, I said to uh, to one guy I work with. I said that whole team needs to be blown up from Tomlin all the way down to the guy I, that washes the towels. I I don't know, not no no they don't. No, there's 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 no, no team chemistry there. There's no no team. It's all me me me. I think that, they, well, no, except for TJ It's one person. Yeah, and but you're saying the whole team is me me me. It's not. He's the only one. And that's, you don't that's out the whole team it. because of one person. And and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I know people in Pittsburgh are getting frustrated and being like, oh my god, I can't. We gotta fire Tomlin because what? This might be the first losing season he has. Yeah. And because oh, we, we, we haven't made the playoffs in two years. Welcome, welcome to the rest of the fucking NFL. Yeah. Sorry, but you're gonna give up a Hall of Fame coach because uh, we, now now because you you have one losing season and you missed the playoffs for two years. Fuck off. Yeah, but you know what? Talk about entitled. Congrats. Guess what? If you get rid of Tomlin, first of all, somebody's going to pick him up immediately, like 0.5 seconds after he's fired, he's got another job. Yeah. Like, not even a question. No questions asked. There will be zero questionnaires. It's just done. Yeah. He's going to have a job immediately. And if you fire Tomlin from Pittsburgh, guess what? Welcome to mediocrity for the next five years. Because now you're talking about not only do you get rid of a coach, but you're probably going to have to get rid of most. Like you said, if you do that, you're blowing up the whole team. Yeah. If you get rid of Tomlin, you're, you're blowing it all up. I mean, it sounds like they're already so, giving up on Pickett. So, so that means you're getting rid of your coach, getting rid of quarterback, getting rid of your receivers. Get rid of at that point. Then you're getting rid of T.J. Watt because he's going to say, ah, "Trade me. I don't want to be here." 
he's going to be like, I, this has been fine. This is great. I love this. I, you know, I, I wanted to give my heart to Pittsburgh and everything like that. But I'm not going to sit here for a three or four year rebuild. Yeah. When, like that, that's not that's not what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, I like the people I have. I like Coach Tomlin. I like all that. So if they do that, that, so then you're literally talking about starting from ground level. Yeah. Which means welcome to, you know, three and 14 for the next couple of years. Yeah. Welcome to being the Cincinnati Bengals. Before from Joe the Burrow, yeah. Like, that's what's going to happen. Well, even the Bengals, even before Joe Burrow, still were okay. Yeah, so yeah Andy Dalton they had. You know, Andy Dalton they had, and before that they had uh, Carson Palmer. Like, yeah. the, the Bengals never never made the further step, but they were almost always in the playoffs. They were almost always a good team. You know, people always wondered, like, why did they keep Marvin Lewis so much? The Bengals never had so much success. Yeah. Like, if you look through the Bengals' history, outside of the two Super Bowls they made, once with Kenny Anderson and once with Boomer Sison back in 1988, they never had so much success. Like the last 20, 25 years for the Bengals, like this, the, the, since since Marvin Lewis got there, which was what, 2001, 2002, somewhere yeah, around there? Around there. Like, so you're talking about the last 20, 21 years has been pretty decent for the Cincinnati Bengals. They haven't been the doormat. The Browns have been worse than them. Uh, the Lions have been worse than them. Uh, the Jaguars have been worse than them. Like, like the, the Bengals haven't had a bad stretch here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, just, but, it just felt it, like it. it. If Pittsburgh is getting rid of everybody, though, Pittsburgh is going to be that Bengals team from the 90s. Yeah. Which with a two-win team every year was an automatic win for whoever went to play them. Who were garbage, who were joke, who were the bungles. Well, at least hopefully like, the, the, the fans, if that does happen, hopefully the fans still show up to the stadiums and not be like uh, Carolina. <laughs> but, but, see, here's the thing. The fans are the one that are calling for it. So if if this happens to the Steelers, they should be forced to go because this is what you wanted. You forced their hand. You said fire Tomlin, burn it all down. Let's start over. Fine. You get what you fucking deserve. You get what you asked for. Yeah. Just be happy with what you get when that happens. Because you, you're guess what? You're not getting Kansas City. You're not becoming the Kansas City Chiefs. You're not becoming the New England Patriots. You're not becoming the new Buffalo Bills or the San Francisco 49ers. That's not what's going to happen here. You're becoming you know, uh, uh, the Bengals of the nineties, you know, you're, be you're becoming, uh, uh, the Panthers, why'd you, as you said, why'd you keep the Eagles out of there? 836 people showing up, even though the tickets were 45 cents on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you keep the Eagles out of that, uh, group of teams? We're the winningest team in the past two years, even though we're, Jimbo, we're even though we suck. I, I, I thought you would have figured this out by now. Yeah. Uh, but fuck the Eagles. Um, <laughs> uh, all, all day, every day, without Lou. So, so we're recording right now on Wednesday, December 20th, I think it is today. Um, uh, uh, what is that? Wednesday, so 21st, 22nd, yes. Today's 20. 20th. Do you know what yesterday was? I had to count to Christmas. I know Christmas <laughs> is Monday, so I, I had to count backwards from Do you know what yesterday was? Tuesday, December 19th? Tuesday, December 19th. What was Tuesday, December 19th, the anniversary of, Jimbo? Do not punt. To Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. And then you wonder why I say fuck the Eagles all the time. And you wonder why I sit here 
I don't include your eagles in this shit. That's but then also, bullshit that you call. <laughs> also, today is the anniversary of freaking Odell Beckham Jr. and uh, Josh Norman's epic battles when he was with the the Carolina Panthers. Josh Norman. I don't. I to be honest, I don't even remember when they 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 pretty much the whole game where it was constantly getting into fist fights. A couple of times they finally. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. yeah. Eh. Who gives a shit? Like I said, that, that, that Giants team was of no consequence. That Panthers team was of no consequence. Who gives a who cares? Who cares? See, I thought you would remember that and not the Miracle at the Meadowland Part 2. No, because one is burned into my fucking soul forever, and the other one is from, you know, it was a forgettable part of a forgettable team from a forgettable season. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'll never forget. I was watching. I watched that game with my fucking dad. I watched it. Yeah. And we watched it, and we watched as it punt, and I thought it was going out of bounds, and it just didn't make it, and it just didn't make it, and that little motherfucker <laughs> ran up and down and all around across the fucking field, and went down there, and fucking Coughlin screaming at the fucking punter like, <laughs> as, the, as the play is still going you on, you did the one thing I told you not to do, and you went and did it. Yeah, I think he was cut. He was cut that week. Yeah, yeah, they they, 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 cut they that fired him. They said, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I do have to tell this little story, and I told you a couple times, but my uh, my youngest, um, this was, I would say, about four or five, four or five years ago. Um, it was it happened to be on the anniversary of that that play, and I was watching it, and he came over to me. He's like, Dad, what are you watching? I said, oh, Deshaun Jackson. This is one reason why King does not like me at all. <laughs> and uh, he goes, look, can I watch? I said, yeah, okay. And he watched, and he's... You know, he's happy. He's like, wow, wow, you know, watching the moves and everything. He's like, what's his name? I said, Deshaun Jackson. He's like, does he do that a lot? I said, well, here. So I jumped on YouTube, and me and him sat there for a half hour watching Deshaun ja- Jackson highlight reels, and that became his favorite player. I'm so glad that you had that fucking father-son bonding yeah. time over and, my fucking pain. Go and, fuck yourself. And, and uh, we had a bonding experience over that, you know. We became. Do you know friends. how many times, dude? <laughs> I was. I can. I, I. I can't even count the amount of times I was this close to tearing down that fucking newspaper clipping <laughs> from the fucking bar. I was this close, so many times from ripping that motherfucker down. Because it was always it was on the way to the bathroom of the bar. The, the, yeah, the men's bathroom. So every time I had to go to the bar, I had to see that fucking paper clipping. I was like, <laughs> I'm, one day I'm gonna get I'm gonna get drunk enough. Where I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. it. It's gonna ruin friendships. It's gonna cause me to get banned from the bar, whatever it is. But I'm gonna fucking do it. <laughs> I'm gonna take that and Never use it as toilet paper. Um, uh, the other, the other part of, of the Seattle Philly game, I kind of want to circle back to, is the stupid ass false start penalty, not false start, offsides penalty that they called on Jason Kelsey. That wasn't stupid. It, it, I know it's a rule. You can't move the ball a yard and a half in front of you. How stupid does that sound? So now, okay, you're going to move it ahead of you. So now it takes, granted, it might be a split second, a lot longer to come because back. Because here's the thing, Jimbo. The ball is the neutral zone. Okay. Like, people like to think that, the, like, oh, the line of scrimmage is what the line of scrimmage is. Yeah. But the line of scrimmage is the ball. That's the neutral zone. That's how you determine who's on sides, who's off sides, anything like that. So if you're Kelsey... And you put that ball a yard, and you see him when he stretches all the way the hell out. Nah, he didn't now do. He didn't go go like gadget arms. Where you have a the defense is a yard off of the fucking line. 
He didn't go a yard. He went like an inch. Come on, man. You don't know what Jimbo. you're talking about. Jimbo. It, it was so minute. <laughs> it was so minute that the overhead camera, you couldn't see the ball. Because it was underneath his it wasn't helmet. Even overhead. Dude, look at the side of you. When you see the side of you, you yeah, see Yeah, he moved like an inch. Like, and even he said, he said, listen, it's something I do. It's like I always try, I try to bend the rules. I try to get away with it as much as I can. They'll tell me and be like, hey, knock it off. And he'll 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 not you know he'll he'll, yeah. he'll he'll pull it back and he'll do that kind of shit. And this one he just went a little too far and he got caught. And and granted to him, he said, I, "Listen, I tried it. It didn't work out. The only problem with it is, is that it happened on such a critical play <laughs> yeah. that it you know that that it like if it happened on a play that was on their own twenty yard line, sure, you know it's." It's something we're talking about here. That's uh, all right. That yeah. could have cost them the game. That's that's a that's a that was the big. That's why it's so big. But like, like you can't do it. Like we talked about Kadarius Tony stuff and how egregious that was. Listen, what Kelsey did there was egregious. That was egregious enough to get called. Yeah. So again, I'm not upset about it. And look, I'm usually on the side of the line. Yeah. I I I like the guys in the trenches. Even for being a Philadelphia Eagle, I love Jason Kelsey. I told you that before. Ever since the you know the 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 Eagle Super Bowl parade where he dressed up as a mummer, yeah, and he sang a song and he like he was like, listen, I love the guy, I really do. Uh, but also fair is fair. No, yeah, no. Like, like I said, know, I mean, it, it's it's a rule. He broke a rule. I'll accept it. Um, the other aspect uh, of something that I want to. Uh, stand up and, and yell at are okay. some Go Eagles ahead. fans, some Eagles fans um, are saying Julian Love's game winning interception wasn't an interception because the one toe was a, a 16th off the ground because they had the zoomed in picture. Shut the I've, fuck up. I've Just, heard some people, even some some of the 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 main the analysts on the you know the mothership and on yeah uh, certain other things have said uh, I don't know I don't think that was I don't know if that should be uh, anything like that um, I think I I think the, the what made the difference was that the call on the field was interception yeah I think if they had called that incomplete reviewed it. It might have come back as call stands incomplete. I still think it would come right. back as interception. I think because the call on the field was interception, and looking at it and seeing how so close, like you really can't tell. Did it graze the top of the turf? Did it get it at all? Did it not? Was it a tap? Did it hit his leg and bounce off the leg and not the ground? At that point, you're looking at that stuff. And 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 the other part of that too is. We always yell at the refs, like, look look at the replay. And the replay is always supposed to be indisputable evidence. Yeah. Like, if, if it's if it's not conclusive, then it's not conclusive. But you can't sit there and look at it for three minutes, five minutes, zoom in, zoom out, super slow, slip really. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, we don't want that. We want you to get the calls right, and we want you to get it done fast. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, the call on the field was interception. 
you looked at it, to me, it looked like he ever so slightly got that tip of the toe on the turf. But again, it's 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 not insanely conclusive whether he did or didn't. Yeah. And I think in that case, you have to go with Cole stands. So Cole stands as the like he didn't say Cole was confirmed. He didn't say call, you know, anything like that. He said call stands because that's what it was. It was call on a field with interception. It stands as the interception because I can't fucking tell. Yeah. And everybody looking at home, like you said, every Eagles fan probably said, they didn't touch the fucking turf. And everybody else or the other half of the people are like, it looks like it touched. It looks like it did a little touch. And, and you know, you kind of have this 50-50 look on it. So, uh, but but I agree with you on on a couple things. I think listen, you had so many other wasted opportunities in that game, and and being the Eagles, you you need to, if you want to be one of the top teams, you got to win that game. Yeah, you have to win that game, and and in that case, it shouldn't be that close to where a blade of plastic is what's going to cost you or not cost you a game. And, and that's the because thing is here's the other thing too. Even even if that call goes the other way, then it's still incomplete. And what would it be? Third down? Was that was that a third down or fourth down? I can't remember. It, it would have been but like third was, down. Right. So I mean you're still and and at that point they're still back in their own territory because that was a big fucking ball that he threw. Yeah. So like you know, it's no guarantee. Like it's not like that, that's, oh, if he doesn't get that, well then AJ had it. That's 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 not how it turned out. That that's my so, thing is is okay, if it came back incomplete. I still don't think we would have moved the ball. I mean, you've seen how that second half was going for us, offensively and defensively. We weren't winning that game. When, when I Drew, don't listen. You don't know. but No, you don't, obviously. But the eye test, as we you know like to say a lot, I don't think we're, we're winning that. Um, and, and I still think... You know, here's here's the one positive I will take out out, out of that game. Um, I don't know if this is because Patricia became the the play caller, even though he's the defensive coordinator, but he's not. Don't know how that goes. Um, it the tackling looked a lot better compared to the prior uh, few weeks. We weren't missing a whole lot of tackles. Guys were flying around. Um, our rookies. Played a hell of a lot better than Bradbury. I think Bradbury should be benched this week, um, and, and let Rollby be our, our slot guy. But let the young kids play. You know, maybe, maybe that's what we. Maybe that's the, the the thing we need. We need that that young talent infused into the defense. Let the young kids play. What do we got to lose these last three weeks? We're not going to number because you're going to win the last three weeks. You're playing the Giants twice, and you got the Cardinals. Like if you lose any one of these games, yeah. Then no, you're, I, I mean, I, if I was you, I would be like, yeah, no, we're not doing this thing. Yeah, like you can't lose any one of these three games. You can't, right. not with the way the Giants have been, not with the way the Cardinals have been. But we've you, seen, you we we've seen with the NFC East rivals, it's hard to to sweep. I mean, the, the Commanders, I I believe we hard to sweep. The Giants, I think, have won two games against the Eagles in our entire friendship, which goes twelve years now, I believe. The Giants have won, I think, two or three games total. Yeah, in but twelve the, years against the Eagles. The past two it's not years. Not hard to sweep the Giants. We <laughs> suck. Well, where, where's all this at? You know, that that came came crashing down this past weekend. 
And, and kudos to him for yelling at uh, the PR team, the Giants PR team, to stop with the. He, he told everybody, like, chill it out with the with the mob and Italian shit. Yeah. That's, you know, and uh, he got a new uh, marketing agent. Uh, uh, well, still, he still got Stellato there to do his football stuff, but yeah, he wanted the, somebody else to do the fake Italian. All the other uh, outside stuff, which I get it, you know, uh, uh, and and also good for him because listen, you never know how long the ride lasts. You want to try to get what you can get for it. I, I will never. Bl- I'm not blaming him for that at all. Yeah, you know. Uh, so uh, uh, good for him. Uh, and I know there was a blow up about some pizzeria appearance, but that got all made up and was made good, and he did his appearance and all that stuff. So good for him. Good for all that, and good for and good for figuring that out. Um, and these are also these are also a big three weeks for him too. Yeah, like because th- th- you can still show that like make the decision hard for the Giants. Yeah, make it be like, hey, listen, if you put some guys around me, I can be your Brock Purdy. I can be the guy here for you. And and you've already seen that I have you know other stuff like he, he he's played well. Uh, uh, last week he got again he got murdered. You know, he got sacked seven times, I think, nine times again. Like, oh, what did I see? 30, 35 sacks in the past five games? It, I think it's 50-something. It was it 50s? It was something outrageous. Played, he played five. He started five games and come in relief in, I believe, two. Uh, and I believe he's got 52 sacks total. That's insane. Uh, and, and he's like the fifth most sacked quarterback in the NFL this year. Yeah. Already. Just having started five games, so uh, it's some something like that, some crazy fucking stat like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he's still like so. I I I I think there's a lot for him to show here. Uh, and for the Giants, like, listen, show show you have a backbone. Show show you have some kind of fight. Show that you're not going to let the Eagles just fucking roll over you again and again and again. Show some fight, even if you fucking lose. Show fight if they at least show fight. As long as it's not thirty to three or thirty to nothing or some shit like that, like show you have some fight, and show like, hey, listen, no, we're not going to make the playoffs. No, we're not doing like that. But we can fuck up their day. Yeah, we can make them lose the division. We can make them lose home field advantage. We can make them have to go on the road and fuck their whole year and make them make them lose four in a row. Make them freak out. Like do that. Like, have some pride in the fact of, you know what? Fuck that team. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's that been lost a lot in these last couple of years. Um, I would hope with Tommy DeVito being, you know, a North Jersey kid growing up with the Giants growing up in the area, knowing that rivalry probably better than anybody else on the team and being like, Listen, I know it's not been the best year. I know we're not doing this. I know I'm the third string quarterback coming in here, and we've had all this other stuff, and everybody's da 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 da. And let's let's go out there and let's let's just show them who we are. Let's be a team, a football team that can that can prove to everybody out there that we're an NFL team, and we can play with anybody on any given Sunday, any given Monday, any given holiday. Wherever you want to play us, we'll play in a parking lot. We'll play on the moon. I mean, don't give a shit. Just let us go out there, and let's let's show fight. Let's play the absolute best that we can. And fuck these people. Fuck Philadelphia. 
fuck the Eagles, fuck their fans, fuck it all, <laughs> and just go out there and and like uh, like uh, Dable said, just rip that son of a bitch. You know, yeah. just go out there. What else are you got to lose? Go out there and just play with that reckless abandon and see what happens. What's the worst that can happen? You lose? You're going to fucking lose anyway. If you try to play it safe and try to, you know, like, oh, well, let's try to put together this uh, meticulous game. No. I, I, I would say if you're Wink Martindale, look at what San Francisco and Dallas and, and Seattle has done. Uh, uh, study that film. Study the Eagles offense. Study their formations like CMC did. The yeah. point where he's calling it out on the Manning cast, uh, uh, and and do what you can. Don't just blitz all the fucking time, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, Wink never met a blitz he didn't like. You you, you, know? you could you could blitz us. You just gotta keep Jalen inside the pocket. That that's where San Fran. That's where these past three teams have beat uh, beaten us. But that's the thing. Wink loves to blitz, but we don't have fucking we don't have corners. It's I'm sorry, we don't. You know, so. Uh, do that, and and when it comes to the offense, listen, take what they give you. You know, like you, you got to get the ball out quick. You have to have like the two second release because the offensive line just isn't going to be there, and you're not going to have a running game. Uh, Saquon can't run for shit. Yeah. Um, and and all that stuff. So take the underneaths, take the screens if they're there. Every now and then, see if you can get a a a, a big ball, especially against Bradbury. Why not? Give it a shot. Um. Hopefully he's not starting. And, and try to just, 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 just try. That's all I'm asking. Like I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, win, win one for the Gipper" or any of that nonsense. Like I don't like. I'm realistic. Yeah. Uh, as as I am. As I am, because I will tell you this: um, if we lose, what what did I say in the the group chat that we are a eleven point favor or whatever it was? Um, I believe it's 11, 11 and a half point favorite. If we lose, I'm packing in the season, and I'm going to start watching a little bit more Flyers games than I probably should have or should. One and one. We're one and one for the season. So Yeah, you cheat the first overtime, game. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, and your goalie, you know, he couldn't couldn't stop a freaking... Neither of our goalies are good. We got... We got what are you talking about? We got, we got two best goalies in, in, in NHL. Um, but I was thinking about this. I think the reason why the Flyers are so good right now is what the Eagles did in 2017. They sacrificed all the other Philadelphia teams, sports teams, to win the, the uh, Lombardi Trophy. I think the Flyers sacrificed the Eagles to win the Stanley Cup this year. You're not the first person I've seen make that kind of uh, <laughs> allegory. Yeah, uh, online. I've, I've seen I've seen a little bit of that on. On uh, X, yeah. X Twitter, um, I I still want to believe that the Flyers will come back to earth, but it kind of is starting to look like the Devils did last year, where it was like going into the season, didn't believe they were going to do too much, uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got on a run, and it's oh, we're still on a run, and then just the run never ended. Yeah. Um, and that could be. That could be for the Flyers. So all of a sudden now, this uh, this stadium series game that we're going to go to and and witness just the joy that is the Jonas Brothers. Uh, I'd, ra- I'd rather listen to Taylor Swift. 
Yeah, I mean, what, what, you know, we I said. Taylor Swift is at least fun to look at. We've seen you in videos with Taylor Swift, um, so we know your your passion for her. Uh, you, wait, what videos? What videos are there of me and Taylor Swift? No, I said your videos of Taylor Swift being at what the concert. Videos of mine of Taylor Swift being at the concerts. Yes, I won't. Grinch, you know, you know ear to ear. Yeah, I'm sure that's why you decided to go. Well, listen, the one was a rain show. The the, the oh, one yeah. I went to the Reputation Tour back in the day. Yeah. Uh, that was a rain show. That one was seeing Taylor Swift soaked to the bone wearing, uh, you know, uh, black sequin bodysuits. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. Um, but, yeah. like I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not apologizing for that. Going back to the outdoor game, I, I remember, uh, I think how this is how it went. I, I bought the tickets. I surprised you with them and said, I know we're going to get our ass kicked, but I want to go to this game with you to experience it. Did, did you say you ever never or you ever went to an outdoor game? I've never been to I've never been to one of the, the outdoor games. No. I went to two of them, so I want you to, you know, experience it, which I thought it's a really cool experience. I'm, you know, I'm actually going to MetLife Stadium. I got a life insurance policy out on me now, so I'm good there. Um, I just got to get my will. Uh, set up, dude. It's East Rutherford. It's not South Philly. You're gonna be fine. Which I believe tomorrow on my Facebook memories will be the videos of you. You know, me and you going to the the Eagles game because that popped up today that we got the tickets. Um, that was the that was that was a fun experience. Thank God the Eagles sucked that year. And the Giants because sucked worse, even though the Giants lost that game. <laughs> uh, again, because the Giants can't beat the fucking Eagles. Uh, but. Most of the lower bowl was Giants fans because they had bought up the tickets. Yeah, because the Eagles were just that bad. So uh, I actually had a pretty good, except for the one guy in front of me that just kept on going. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will never that forget though was- us tailgating and looking at the uh, or the subway. Steps were coming up out, and you just oh, hear the, the, yeah, the old septa, yeah, 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 you, yeah, you, yeah. You hear that the rumblings coming up, and I look over at King, and dude, you were—I mean, you're white, but you were white. You were, you were scared shitless. Walking dead. <laughs> it was the Walking Dead. Watching all these green and teal-clad jerk-offs just <laughs> walking by. Not, not like that one. I was gonna say not like that one girl. E A G L G S. You know, we do That's not. Still a great clip. We do not That's claim her. <laughs> she she was an undercover uh, Giants fan, probably. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. But that was that was that was fun, and that was an experience. And I'll say this: for as much as I shit on Philadelphia, and rightfully so, Philadelphia's a shitty town. It's grimy. It's disgusting. Uh, the link is a beautiful state. It is. The link is absolutely. Philadelphia does not deserve that stadium. Yeah, we that do. is a beautiful stadium. Can you believe it's uh, twenty it, twenty four years old now? I know. Yeah, that's it's it's. And it's it still been, looks it's good. Been around for quite a bit. Yeah. By this point, I um, think the vet was already crumbling down. Yeah, the vet. I think they just they dismantled the vet. Uh, by this point. Because uh, they had done the Spectrum not too long beforehand, yeah. When they built the first Union Center, uh, which is now Wells Fargo Arena, yeah. Uh, and then they built uh, 
the link and then they built the uh, citizens bank i think they built both of those kind of at the same time yeah because they kind of have that that's it that south philly broad street area there is that that whole sports complex uh with comcast lawn uh so i mean it's 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 a nice ballpark it's a nice you know area of of for all the sports philly's not a nice area in any way don't get me wrong i'm not saying that <laughs> But like for having the centralized location for all of the uh, all the sports there, it's 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 nice. WrestleMania is going to be there this year. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be that'll be fun. Hopefully, it's not too cold. I went to the one in MetLife a couple of years ago. It was a little chilly, but not bad. I wonder if, like the, if you had a hoodie, you were okay. I wonder if like so, you know, like you said, it was cold at MetLife. I wonder if they put like heaters underneath the the ring. I mean, I believe they do. I believe they had like on the poles. I believe they, you know, on the center ring, they usually have a like a canopy. Okay. Uh, I believe they have some heaters because I just mean, in if, case if you get slammed on that canvas, a cold canvas, that that's got sting. I mean, it stings probably already. Let alone it well, being. It hurts anyway because under that canvas is wood. Yeah. Like people don't understand. I I, I did. Uh, and maybe some people don't know this. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast or not. Uh, I trained to be a wrestler uh, in my uh, in my late teens, early twenties. <laughs> I had trained to be a, a professional wrestler. I really did. Um, back when I still had athletic ability, uh, and that shit, like for real, does not give. Oh yeah. Like when you take a bump, you take a bump, and maybe the worst thing. Is running the ropes. I was going to say, what hurts more? The rope when you have to, because that's how you start your workout, and then that's also how you end it. They, you know, you run the ropes for like ten minutes, get your cardio in, and all that kind of shit. Dude, your ribs are bruised to shit. Yeah, immediately. Like it just, it, it looks, it looks like you got attacked by a bear. Like it's holy shit, it's bad. Um, and that's how you start off, and then it's. You know, hey, you're 320 pounds and six foot eight. That's cool. Do a flip. Okay. So you have to do a flip, which I did. Again, I had athletic ability at one point. It was there. Um, so, but yeah, that's one thing with those rings, man. They they don't give. Yeah. They don't give at all. So uh, when you take a bump, it hurts. And I imagine like if you were taking a bump and it's 32 degrees out, it might sting a little bit more. But I do believe that they have like the, the space heaters in the canopy anyway yeah just in case uh I, I believe i saw that for the for the metlife one they had so i'm sure they'll have it there as well uh, i'm glad you brought uh, up wrestlemania because i gotta take at least a day or two off from there because it's a, a week-long um extravaganza i think I, I, you yes. know i would assume that they're gonna do yes they have the, the uh, wwe access wrestlemania access it's it is wrestling super bowl is what it is yeah like they have all the events they have i think nxt does a couple shows from there uh a lot of the independent uh promotions do shows around the area okay at that time you know so it's not wwe related but it is wrestling related uh you'll see a lot of that going on uh like it, it really is is funny so if you like professional wrestling uh it's definitely something that that you should check out at least once in your life because it is an absolute blast i remember going to, uh, uh, I think it was WrestleMania 35 was the one uh, we went to at MetLife. And it was, I remember going to it being like, 
I've never been to a WrestleMania, so I was like, I'm going to go to a WrestleMania. It's going to be fun. But like, I see people had gone to like three, four, five WrestleManias in a row and stuff like that. I was like, oh, it's great. I was like, I, I don't know why people would do that. I think you go for the experience. It's fun, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and me and uh, uh, Jackie, my wife, went, and uh, when we left, we were like. We got to go to the next one. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> that was great. Oh my god! Where's the next one? Tampa. Let's go. And then of course COVID <laughs> happened and yeah, yeah. threw everything out of the window. But it really is a blast. Uh, it's a lot of fun. If again, if you're into it, if you're not, yeah. even if you're not, I think you would enjoy it just for the show and the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, it, it it is entertaining above all. Yeah. So uh, it was. It was. It was fun. So I'm gonna have to email them and ask them for credentials for me and you to get you know behind behind scenes so I could interview Rhea Ripley. You're not allowed near Rhea Ripley. First of all, she will murder you. I'm okay with that. She, I, <laughs> you see the smile? That's what I will have on my face as I'm dying. <laughs> oh. What's worse, you and Rhea or me and Alexa? I don't know. You haven't talked about Alexa in a while. Even though, I mean, well, she Grant, hasn't been on the show in a while. I know she just had her. Uh, yeah, she, she just had, had a baby. baby. Congratulations. Yes. To Alexa and Ryan Cabrera. Yeah, I did not know that. When I saw it, I'm like, how are you two together? <laughs> uh, I, I, the Miz, apparently. It's the Miz's fault. So. And I like the Miz, too. I do, too. I love Miz, man, but. I, I, don't, I don't know. But anyway, congratulations <laughs> to them. They're married and they have a kid now. And so I don't know if she's ever going to wrestle again. I, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm assuming so because before uh, Brady Wyatt's unfortunate passing, they were actually talking about bringing her back to the whole right. fun house thing. It was going to be a whole thing and, yeah. and seeing what happened. And, and but I, I honestly think if she if she is ever going to wrestle again, I think this time off is a good thing. It kind of lets a lot of that settle down yeah. and kind of fade into the background for for what it is, and then she can come back either as the way she was with you know Alexa Bliss or or do something new, whatever she wants to do. Or again, if she's just if she's done, if she wants to stay home and. You know, be a yeah. stay-at-home mom and and uh, all that kind of stuff. That 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 could be something that she she could do too. So you know, I was just thinking uh, is it, it, WrestleMania needs Pat McAfee there. I mean, he he his match last year was awesome. I would like to see him bring the boys on, plus JJ Watt. Maybe bring TJ Watt. Just like back in the day, you had uh, Mongo McMichael, Reggie White. Well. I have a feeling if it's in Philadelphia, you're probably going to have some Philly boys there. Maybe maybe Jason Kelsey shows up. Jalen Carter, my boy. Just, maybe. Just maybe. Don't, don't let him drive anything. <laughs> All right. Are we, are we done? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how many more people we have watching this because of the WrestleMania talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, is there anything else? I was gonna say, what else we got to talk about? We got we talked about I mean, uh, we talked about hockey. Did you want to talk about the Chip Kelly soundbite thing? I actually did because it's it's something that that I've said before on this show. It's something that I've said to you many times and have said it loud from the rooftops. If anybody would listen to me, and I think it's one hundred percent the way that college football should go, should have been going from the start, um, and. And there's a way to kind of, I don't want to say fix this, but to have this all make sense. Yeah. 
So if you if you will fill in the people on what indeed Chip Kelly, who I know is one of your favorite people oh, in the he, world. This is probably the uh, first time I said his name since he got fired. Fill fill some people in on, on what he said and then we'll 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 get into that. Okay. So uh I think it was over the weekend, a reporter asked him how he feels about where college football the state of college football is right now. And if there's anything that he would want to fix. And he said, absolutely, there's a lot of things we got to fix. Um, it, it's like a three, four minute long clip that he breaks down and basically says, college football needs a commissioner. Um, and even went a little farther on Pat McAfee's show and said, he does not understand why college football doesn't look at the NFL model and follow something along those lines. Put a salary cap on the NIL deal, deal which I totally agree. Um, a couple other things, you know, how to do the scheduling, how to, you know, distribute the money, and even even went down to the point of saying that football should be its independent self, where softball, soccer, they should have their own, um, con- you know, not conference, but you know, well, th- no, th- they'd yeah, be off no, on their I, own. No, because that's what it is, and that's a thousand percent what I agree with with him. Uh, from the start is because when you saw all this realignment happening now where you're having UCLA and USC in the Big Ten, Oregon and Washington in the Big Ten, you know, uh, Stanford and Cal are in the ACC. They're on the Pacific Coast, but they're in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go, go fucking figure. Uh, the point that he was making is that college football, and it really is in and of itself, kind of separate anyway the, the 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 amount of money that it brings in is so far above and beyond what any other sport even college basketball like the ncaa tournament brings in a shit ton of money yeah don't get it wrong but the money maker for these universities is college football that's what brings in the revenue so why is it like if you're going to do these things where you're trying to now get it you know, where all these, you have super conferences, these base conferences, 16 teams, 18 teams, what have you, um, where now you're having it basically across the country. You know, the Big Ten is from Piscataway to Los Angeles now. Yeah. Uh, and and for the football teams, yes, it you know, it's still a pretty big slog where you have to go and maybe fly from, California to Piscataway, California to uh, College Park in Maryland. Uh, you know, you got to fly out to Ann Arbor or to Purdue or things like that. Like, I get it. Yeah. And, and the other way, too, if you're going from Michigan to Oregon, if you're going from Rutgers to uh, uh, Pasadena, like, that, that's a long trip. But it's it's one that you have to make once a week, if that. And it looks like they're even making a schedule to where they're kind of bundling the travel in in parts so like they 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 travel early in the season and stay home later on and stuff like that whatever they're yeah. trying to just make it work for everybody but if you're in one of these other sports like if you're a baseball team if you're a softball team you're a volleyball team you're you're track and field you're you know if you're these other sports all of a sudden these conference alignments now that you're forced to be into does, doesn't make sense yeah now and, and you don't have the money for it the way that football does and you have to do it a lot more like 
baseball is they they play throughout the week and on every you know all this like they they have a lot longer schedule volleyball is not a once a week thing volleyball is scheduled out the way it is and so now you're talking about adding that like a whole ton of traveling a whole ton of expenses and that's the point that chip was making he's like ucla softball should still be playing arizona softball. yeah like usc volleyball should still be playing stanford volleyball like you should what should happen is that the football programs should not be like in like the pac 12 or the big 10 or the sec remove that keep those conferences keep the pac 12 the the big 10 the sec for the softballs the baseballs the basketballs the the things like that and have football be in essence kind of what it is now which is an nfl minor yeah and you set it up you have you know two conferences or or set up in division set up in regional divisions and like you said was it seven against your regional divisions three from outside or four from outside whatever it's eight three something like that whatever he said the breakup was you know yeah have it set up like that uh uh you know and and again then from there you can set it up to where you have like and i believe the ncaa commissioner was has already the, the new ncaa president sorry okay uh has come in and started already saying about how they they need to uh, streamline and uh, get some regulations around the NIL and how that money is done, how the deals are made, get some protections in there, not just for the schools clearly, but for the kids as well. Because you look at some of these deals, these kids are getting absolutely fucked on some of these deals. Yeah. Uh, so like to 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 get standardization like that. And I think Chip is on the right path of saying, like, yeah, get get an overall college football commissioner. Have it separate from the NCAA. The NCAA is is fucked as it is. Yeah. So and and college football isn't really beholden to it. It doesn't need to be. You know, and that's been kind of known from the jump. Like they they college football is sticking with the NCAA out of habit. Like the NCAA doesn't give them a trophy. Whoever wins the college football playoff, that trophy and all that stuff, that's not from the NCAA. Yeah. That's from the college football playoff committee. That's that's what that is. Like whenever you see the NCAA trophy, it's that nice wood one. It's got the gold thing on it, and the glass arch, and it's like, oh, that's not you know, like the the one the basketball team gets. Yeah, that's that's an NCAA trophy. Football teams don't get that, you know. So they're already not really, but like the NCAA doesn't really have a all encompassing thing around college football as it is. So yeah. just rip that fucking bandaid off, and let's and let's 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 do this properly let's set this up set up you know a, you know a northeast division a southeast division a midwest division a southern division a mid a, you know a western division a mountain division whatever you want to do yeah set it up get the you know the 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 top 64 teams that are in it and listen if you want to throw a little of that fucking european promotion relegation shit in there yeah have like the bottom five teams overall Get knocked down the top five teams in in the in the one double A level if you want to do that. Have them come up and and put them in wherever. Like do that, fine. I don't give a shit. That'd be interesting. But like set it up to where like like you're not punishing these other sports for football trying to you know uh, 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 
get the money for these schools. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like, again, college football is its own separate animal. Let's stop trying to pretend that it's not. Like, everybody wants to hold on to these conferences. Like, it's, oh, well, we got to, there's tradition and tradition. I hate to tell you, folks, the college football tradition, the tradition of the conferences and rivalries, that shit's already gone. Like, a lot of people have already been complaining about it anyways. So what's the point of trying to hold on to it, something that, that's not there? It's 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 already gone. And that, that's the thing. Like, the, the rivalries, you still could have. You could just have to work that through the, the schedule. But the traditions of SEC is better than, you know, Big Ten. Once you set it up, once you set it up to where, like, you get rid of these conferences, get rid of Big Ten, SEC, shit like that. Set it up to the division and go ahead and name it if you want to. Name it the Southeast Division. Yeah. You know, SED instead of SEC, whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't care. Or don't. I really don't give a shit. But like even Chip said, you you set up the seven or eight that are in your division, and then you can have three or four that are outside of it. Yeah. And so even in that case, you're still playing regionally. You're still playing against teams in your region, but then you also have these three or four games for teams outside your region but that are still good powerhouse teams like again this top 64 uh uh setup that he was talking about yeah so like you have michigan like you know and and it ends the whole conference stuff it ends all that kind of shit it ends about you know listen you know notre dame is notre dame ever going to join a conference they're going to be independent it ends that it stops it they're in a division they're in the the midwest division or whatever it's going to be like you don't have to fucking worry about any of that shit anymore just get it done. And then Notre Dame plays Michigan. They get to play Purdue. They get to play Ohio State, all that shit. And then they also still get to play USC. They can still play Stanford. They can still play those those meaningful rivalry games that they have, you know, that aren't just based in the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, that, that make Notre Dame, you know, uh, uh, what it is. You know, the same with Michigan. Same with, you know, any of the other teams. Like, it's it still can't happen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it just, it, the problem is it makes too much sense. It'll never happen. And yeah, exactly. And trying to get these people to, to, to say, listen, it, it's just a name right now. Big 10 sec pack 12. That doesn't exist anymore. ACC. Like they're, they're just names. It doesn't mean anything anymore. When you have two Pacific coast schools in the ACC. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. Get rid of it. Get rid of the names. Get rid of the conferences. Get rid of this whole realignment thing. Set it up the way, you know, do we keep trying to pretend like what college football is or what it was and hold on to that for dear life and white knuckle it no matter what? Or do we accept the fact of what college football is right now and go forward with that? I think that needs to happen. Set it up. Send it up under the college football playoff umbrella, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Have 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 that be the committee. Have a central commissioner or president or whatever the fuck you want to call them. And <laughs> and and have that be the case. Have it set up to where the NIL deals are set up evenly with all schools in all the divisions. So that it's not one school has something else or, you know, the SEC is bigger than that. There is no more SEC. There is no more Big Ten. There is no more ACC. There is no more Big 12. It's just you have the teams in the Northeast Division and the teams in the Midwest and the teams in the Southeast and the teams in the Mountain and the teams in the West. And all the NI, 
deal, NIL deals are the same. Like you get the same amount of money, you get the same amount of things, or 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 it's a case like he, like the uh, like the, the NCAA president. I think even Chip said what he would do. You set up a trust. Okay. So like each of the schools has access to a trust, and you have basically what is a what is a salary cap. Yeah. Which you only have so much money to to go around. So if there you know if there's a player in a transfer portal or there's a recruit that you want and you don't have the money for it, guess what? Can't get them. Yeah. Sorry. And you know that, like, that's, that's one thing that's, I think has to happen is is some form of a salary cap with the NIL deals. I mean, we and see- I think that sets it up. I think I think if you do that, if you set up a central trust where each school has a set amount of money in the trust that goes towards NIL, yeah, uh, for these players. Um, and, and then that's it. You standardize it. You make it to where no one school has it over another school. No one conference is better than another conference. You don't have any conference anymore. Yeah. You got rid of it. And now you have what is essentially what college football has been for the last 20 years anyway, which is, the, the, you know, the NFL minor league. Yeah. It's 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 AAA for, for football. And that's fine. Like I said, there, there are some people who are still grasping to this idea of, well, it's traditions. You can't get rid of the Pac-12. You can't get rid of the SEC. You can't get rid of Texas, Oklahoma because traditions. The traditions are already gone. These teams have already moved on. Yeah. The Apple Cup is over. Like, don't be, like let's just look at the Pac-12 this year. The the Civil War between Oregon and Oregon State done. The Apple Cup between Washington and Washington State. I think they extended it for three or four years or something. But ostensibly, that's going to be done anyway. Yeah. Like these traditions are already gone. They're already done. It's just that people. It's a. It's just that people doesn't don't like change, and that that's the biggest issue. Like the big. If you go twenty five years ago, thirty years ago, one of the biggest rivalries was Oklahoma Nebraska. Yeah. When's the last time those two teams fucking played? Yeah. Nobody remembers. Like this is what I'm saying. Is like you know, we're we're already past the point. Where it's like, oh, well, we got to save it for traditions. The traditions are already gone. Yeah. They're done. So let's just accept that fact. Let's let, you know, doing this, doing what Chip Kelly has said, doing what, I, what I've been proposing, doing what a, a lot of other people out there uh, have, have been asking for or proposing. This isn't trying to make something that isn't. This isn't trying to make something out of thin air. This is simply just recognizing the state of college football as it is and have college football be its its own separate entity and stop punishing these kids who are on volleyball teams and baseball teams and softball teams and basketball teams and having them have to travel ridiculous amounts uh, of of miles to play these ridiculous schedules all because of college football like that's that needs to stop yeah so you can still have your Pac-12s, you can still have your ACCs and your Big Easts and your uh, Big Tens and stuff for basketball, yeah, for for hockey, for softball, for for track and field, which I know is big with the Pac-12, yeah, you know, but set that up there and have those conferences be there for those sports where they should be. And and have college football be its own separate thing, and and stop punishing these other sports for the sake of college football. Yeah, 
And I think that's where Chip is correct. I think that's where I'm correct. Uh, and if you disagree with me or Chip, you're fucking wrong. I'm sorry. That's just the, that's the be all end all of it. I love you. I respect your opinion, <laughs> but you're wrong. Sapphires, I want to try to argue with you to tell you that you're wrong, but I actually, I will not agree with Chip. I will not ever so you'll agree with me. But I will agree with you. Your way sounds so a lot. You're, so you're agreeing with Chip via me. So by proxy, it's I, I get it. I get it. It's like a game of telephone. But, no, that uh, Chip can't be in the same sentence. I agree with you. I don't agree with him. But I will say this. It makes too much sense. It does, though. And you agree. And I think anybody who who, who has has a sense of it that's maybe not from the deep south. Where, yeah. It's more You know. I will say uh, this, though. If they do come around to say, you know, okay, yeah, we got to do something. And whoever they choose, because I know Chip said a couple of guys. Um Whoever they choose to sit down and say, hey, figure it out. You know what I think they need to do first before they sit down? What's that, Jimbo? I think they need to make some dubby before they go into the office. They need to to focus. I agree. See, this is where where, where you kind of agree with me and kind of what Chip Kelly threw me for this. I think Chip, through me, would agree with you that before they sat down and kind of hammered out all the details, Indeed, I think everybody needs some W. And do you know why, Jimbo? Why is that? I think you're going to tell us why. But I'm going to tell you why, too. Okay. I think it's because you need to focus. Yes. Is that is that is that what we're looking at here? You need to focus? Exactly. Because there's, there's going to be a lot of things to talk about. And, you know, if you're if you're not focused, you're just going to... What did you say? I, I forget. You know, but now you're focused. Now you're zoned in. Oh, wait. We're going to put, we're going to put Michigan in the Western Division? Sure. Why not? That's, that's the kind of shit that will happen. If you're not focused, exactly, and you need to be focused, especially if you're going to be doing this college realignment and making college football its own separate league here, like we want to do. And this is why. Did you know that Dubby itself has neurofactor, man? Helps your brain. It's not just giving you energy, and it's also not going to give you that crash because it doesn't have any sugar in it. So that's also a good thing too. If you're diabetic out there, you need a little energy boost. Don't drink a Red Bull because that thing's full of just. Energy. Oh, can I say Red Bull? I don't even know. Yeah. Drink the one that has the cows on it. Don't do that. <laughs> you know why? Too much sugar. Too much of the other stuff. You're going to go, oh, wow, this is great, and crash. And you go back, oh, oh, my God, I'm dying. That's not going to happen with Dubby. Dubby doesn't have the sugar. You don't have the crash. It has neurofactor. Helps your brain. That's the stuff that the college football people need. Exactly. Because you got to have your brain 100%, 110%. Dare I say 183% because – you, you can't mess this up, and that's why Dubby's going to help you. Here's the thing. While they're going to do and these are college-educated people, Jimbo. I want you to remember that. Yes. These are college-educated people, and they're smart. A lot smarter than so us. So when they go to Dubby.gg to go ahead and get all the uh, 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 stuff they need there, you can get all the different flavors. You can get a lot of merchandise. You get the, the shakers and tumblers there for your Dubby. When they go to check out, in the promo code box, they're going to put ST Sports 18. They're going to put ST Sports 18. That's all capital letters because they're going to get 10% off because they're smart and they're college educated. Exactly. And you can do the same thing. All you have to do is go to W.GG. When you check out, put in ST Sports 18 in the promo code area. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. Jimbo, what do they say about W? Be better, do better. I, I think it should be. Uh, I should have flipped it. it. Do do better, better, be better. Yeah. yeah. 
See? Or be, no, it's be better. Yeah. See, now you screwed me. <laughs> you need W. <laughs> you need W. You yeah. need focus. After the show, I'm going to make some of my orange uh, Kello cream. That's good stuff. Don't do that. I got our That's <laughs> back, baby. Time to be Let's go. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it'll, it'll be back when you guys win 30 to 3 this weekend. Or, well, this Monday. Don't do that reverse psychology <laughs> shit with me. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do that. <laughs> well, you know what? I haven't put any bets on any Eagles game since the Dallas game, I think it was. I, I gave up. I, I, I said my reverse psychology is not working no more. I'm just going to sit here and take it up the tailpipe and hopefully watch the Flyers sooner than later. That's an odd turn of phrase, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, anything else we going to talk about? I, I, I think with that, <laughs> we should probably be done. Um, the only other thing I will say is, Antonio Brown, you're being too quiet lately. We need some more uh, comedy skits from you. So uh, me and King can make fun of you. Oh, no, no. He's being <laughs> quiet. Leave, leave him be. Stop. <laughs> so till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your boy King. We're out.